Hi, this is Kev Legs Walker, and you are about to hear a podcast of an interview that appeared on Shades of Blues here on The Cat. And there will be plenty more as we delve into the archives. Sit back and enjoy. I am delighted to say I'm now joined on the phone all the way from America by a legend in the blues fraternity, Mr. Bob Stroger. Bob, are you well? Yes, and we're just getting ready to do her. It's Chicago Blues Festival, and I'm all geared up and ready to go. You must have played that festival many, many times. Oh, yeah. I was a lucky one. I think I was able to do the Chicago Blues Festival when it first opened up. We was on Navy Pier, different places. So I've been playing this festival now for years and years and years, yeah. You moved to Chicago uh, back in 1955, didn't you, when you were just 16 years old? Yeah, uh, I came to Chicago when I was uh, very young, and I stayed up for a while, then I went back and I came back up again, because my father, he worked on the railroad, and so when he got uh, enough money uh, together, he brought us up here for good, and when my brother came out of the service, and uh, then uh, I moved in with him, and I've been here ever since. Is it right that in your early days you had the stage name of Joe Russell? Yeah, well, uh, Joe Russell uh, is my brother. We had a band that called Joe Russell, and, uh, and uh, my brother led that band. The first band I started off with, with the band called the Red Tops. And the guys, we all broke up and my brother took over the band and then we kind of moved into the Red Tops. I mean, to the uh, uh, Joe Russell band. And you went on to play jazz with Rufus Foreman. So what what was it about jazz that drew you to it rather than blues? Well, what happened, you know, when you were a young man... uh, you trying to advance in the music, and I started off playing blues, and then I got in my head that if I got into jazz, was a little more sophisticated, and uh, that I was kind of moving my uh, career along, you know, and so you know how that is. And then I played that for a few years, and uh, then we wasn't making no money doing that. We were just forced to doing rehearsal. And we decided that we would try to get back in the blues. And uh, Rufus hired a guy named Eddie King, which we worked with for a while. And he was doing a, lots of the B.B. King's arrangements and things. And so that kind of got me back in that line. Then uh, uh, Eddie King took over the whole band. That kind of moved me into another direction. And you played with him for 15 years or more, didn't you? Yeah, I played with uh, Eddie about 15 years. And when we kind of broke up, I wasn't comfortable. I didn't think I could play with anyone else. And so I I laid off of music for about two years until uh, a friend of mine called Jesse Green was a drummer. And uh, he was doing some stuff with Otis Rush. And Otis Rush needed a bass player, and uh, Otis Rush hold me, hired me for a bass player, and that's where I got into 
playing there, the blues with Otis Rush. And then you did a lot of session musician work, didn't you? And the jazz that you played earlier on when you were learning jazz, as a session musician, you have to be fairly versatile because you don't know who you're going to be playing with or what you're going to be playing. So learning jazz and blues and the other forms, that must have come in very handy. Well, I played uh, jazz, and that kind of got me back into my style of playing now, uh, the way I play the blues notes, because I kind of brought some of what I learned from uh, the jazz playing back over into the blues, and I guess that's where I got my uh, my uh, style of playing from. Uh, all the blues guys uh, really liked the way I was playing, because they said I was a smooth bass player and everybody kind of wanted me and wanted me to put their style with their kind of music you know and so I think I did over oh man over 30 or 30 40 sessions on our Delmar records and the others and so I did some stuff with Menace Memphis Slim and this about uh, everybody played the blues uh, I'm a part of it uh Homesick James, I can go on and on and on, you know. So. Well, yeah, I mean, if we started to list all the people that you played with, we would be here all night because you played with the elite of the blues fraternity. Um, yeah. Is it right that Sonny Land Slim is the man that encouraged you to step up to the mic and do some singing? Yeah, well, Sonny Land Slim and Eddie Taylor, they they the one kind of got me in the... Uh, the uh, uh, big jobs, you know, I did the uh, American uh, Folk Festival with the Blues, uh, Sunnyland Slam, Willie Bayborn, Memphis Slam. And so those guys, the one kind of got me, uh, was, uh, they was kind of got my career going, you know. Plus Otis Rush, he gave me my first uh, job going to Europe. And it just started from there in uh, Sunnyland and uh, Eddie Terrell. That's the way I played. And so they kind of put me all on their big uh, festivals that they was doing, you know. And so, and here I am today, and I'm still trying to do it and trying to still having fun doing it. Yeah. And your latest album is with the Headcutters, who are from Brazil. Is that right? Yes, that is true. Uh, those are, uh, those are part of my family. Uh, they called me their godfather and I call them my sons. You know, we've been playing together for about 13 years. Uh, I've been going to South America about 13 years now and that's my band when I go over there. So we're just a family of us, you know, and they'll be here in September to do some stuff with me. And so, uh, for on and on and on, and I think those guys are really a, a good blues guys, you know, and they've been playing together ever since they was kids, and so I came along this, uh, they loved what I was doing, and I loved what they was doing, so we just got together and got to be a family, you know. How did you come to meet them? Was it at a, a festival or a jam, or did someone suggest them? Well, what happened, uh, uh, it started off really crazy. Uh, we had a, 
a job going to uh, South America. It was me, Willie Big Ed Smith, and Bob Mangolan. And so we went to uh, Argentina and did a few uh, gigs, and then we supposed to go to Brazil, and their, their passport, something was wrong with their uh, visa. And I was the only one could go and did it. And the uh, manager didn't want to lose the gig up in uh, Brazil. And so me and him went up there and I got hooked up with uh, uh, the band up there, the head cutter. And we've been playing together ever since, you know. Right. And the new album, That's My Name, is getting great airplay all over the place and rave reviews across the, the board. You must be really pleased with that. Oh, yeah. I'm really uh, pleased uh, about it. And uh, what I really did with the, the head cutters, they, was, uh, they just wanted a CD with me, you know, for, I guess, for their own uh, thing, you know. And I said, well, if we're going to do a CD, let's see, can it, we can go further with it. And uh, we did the CD, and uh, we are uh, presented to the Delmark, and Delmar liked it, and uh, it's, it's a miracle, you know. And uh, I just really did it to, to help the guys. So many guys in my career helped me along with music, and I just wanted to give something back. And uh, Head Cutters is, uh, is my kids, you know. We're all... Uh, and I just wanted to do something for them. And so I'm really proud of it. And you say you're going to be joining them in September for a tour. Is that yeah. just in America? Yeah, we are. Uh, they are coming to a tour. We're going to try to do a little American tour in uh, September. Then I think I'm going back to uh, uh, South America. Then uh, we'll hook up again, and then we'll do a little tour over there. Yeah, that's going to be fun. And at the moment, you're getting ready to play at the Chicago Blues Festival. So I will let you get on with that, and thank you so much for taking the time out to do this. Oh, thank you, thank you. It was a pleasure talking to you, and uh, thank you so much. And thank you for... uh, well, put me on your show. And I hope you enjoyed that little interview there. And there will be more as we record more for the show. And we are going to delve into the archives and pull some of the old ones out as well. So, plenty more to come. And of course, if you want to hear the whole show, there is always Listen Again. I'll see you next time. Take care. <laughs>